0: Yeah. Okay, you know who this is? Biggie. Right. Played this last week. <laughs> well wow. hey, hey, I know you, you, you're down with the tombs and stuff over there at a uh, the corral with Bedford and I didn't know if he was putting that in your rotation.
1: Uh I haven't put the I don't think I don't really play Biggie in
0: games. Brandon, why not? It's a classic.
1: I know. Oh, but um could happen down the line.
0: Mm. Okay, you don't want to get the crowd riled up, huh? Who knows? I like to change it up here or there. Right, right. I can't believe it. You know what uh, album this was off of? Ah, crap. I forget. It's a picture of him as a baby. Actually, I think this might be his. I have to look this up. It might be his son or a picture of him, actually. Yeah. It's off of Ready to Die. Sometime you're ready to die and uh, put some sacrifices and You guys have been doing some sacrifices over there at the Corral for Bedford. Uh, please let us know on your Michigan high school basketball recap. You got minutes uh last night we moved to six and one with
1: a 67 32 win over blissfield
0: the uh, blissfield royals is it yeah okay nice i'm really yeah nice Well, i
1: mean the, they were i mean blissfield was playing the second half of a back-to-back against uh ida that
0: don't mean nothing
1: uh and they got well they got beat by ida 51
0: 36 was uh, that when did they play ida uh, Friday, th- thursday? thursday night really why'd they play thursday
1: because it was an LCAA game,
0: mm, okay. And then they shout go, out to um, Ty Robertson, plays for Ida. Yeah, Go.
1: yeah. So they they ended up losing to Ida. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I I went and scouted them mm-hmm. with uh, with jo- with uh, Bowen and uh mm-hmm. Hub, mm-hmm. and we kind of saw that they were they weren't very good. They're they're on the young side, though.
0: You guys don't watch film. Oh, we do. Oh, man. Because most, most now with film out and stuff, people just exchange the film. You Very rarely do you see people do live scouting once in a while, especially you guys might not be. Are you, I don't know if you're at this point in the season, but now, right now, like, for one, OSHA is making the seasons in early, you know, back in the day. You guys end a little, you started a little bit later than us. But right now, in January, almost every team is playing like three nights. Oh. they are playing Tuesday, Thursday, either they're playing Tuesday, Friday, Saturday for the boys or the girls are going Monday, Thursday, Saturday. I mean, it's like a, a gauntlet. So you don't have time to really go out. So I was just wondering, you know, if you watch film.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. I mean, mm-hmm. we finally have, we have huddle, so.
0: Finally, congratulations.
1: Oh, we would use that, but sometimes, but if there's a game that's,
0: that's close by. We may just like to get it, see what they do live. And it tastes their popcorn. I do that. That's a ritual for me. I want to see who has some really good taste in popcorn at their games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so we went and, we went and saw them. But, of course, Blissfield, I mean, Scott McKelvey, first year there, he mm. had been at Lenaway Christian for a while. Mm-hmm. I did fairly well there. there. He's basically having to... He's basically having to build the program from the ground
0: up. Did Jordan give him some tips? Because you guys have been basically on the rebuild.
1: I mean, I think uh, <clears throat> I think he okay. well, because I actually saw a message from um, their girls' coach Ryan Gilbert, who's good friends with Bolus, uh, And I guess McKelvey was talking to him and saying they run a ton of sets. So mm-hmm. sometimes you have to. Oh yeah, we've got we got a lot of set plays. We've got plays uh, in course we really pride ourselves on defense as well
0: Mm -hmm. hubs over there with that defense oh
1: yeah yeah so i mean but i think really what the the big thing for us is we put a culture place where we say you know what you gotta play hard all the time right makes sense Um, i mean i think eventually scott's gonna get those guys there i mean they only got they only had two seniors only one of them started that was elliot strahan and the other one ty cantrell comes off the bench so they, but they're pretty junior and a couple sophomore he- or in the lineup. Um, so it'll take some time. They'll be right. Re- they'll be back being fairly decent here and there.
0: Here's, here's your new theme music. Michigan high school basketball. <laughs> you got like basketball at ESPN. Yeah, you got to like that's a good one right there, right there. We got not it. bad. There you go. Keep going.
1: Yeah, but anyways, the game. Andrew Hollinger was Andrew Hollinger He had 27
0: points Mm-mm. I gotta tell you I told Frank off air I was trying to get actually the last two years I've been trying to get that dude to play AAU for me And over at Athlete HQ I'm actually pretty proud of him actually to be honest with you Because really, I really saw something in his freshman year And he's really blossomed into a great player
1: Yeah he had 27 points 8 boards 5 and assists and and he 3 really, steals He don't
0: really hoop hoop like that because he does baseball right
1: Yeah he also plays baseball
0: Wow. Man, I'm so mad. I mean, a great kid. Poland um, said a lot of positive things about him, but I really wanted him on the eight. He really would have helped my team. Keep going.
1: Yeah. But I mean, he was the only one in double figures for us. I mean, we got.
0: Because we got. Frank, he yeah, had 27 points, and you're over there like, oh, he was the only one in double figures.
1: But I mean, but, but it was mostly because we got a lot of other guys in as well. I mean, especially. Oh, yeah. Well, he likes our, five, our three five quarter guys. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, Carter Ryan, Ish Hockey, and Noah
0: Cologne. Noah Cologne? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm.
1: Yeah, No Noah, Noah's a five quarter guy.
0: It is the fact that he has the last name Cologne. Yeah. Pretty cool the last name.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, Carter ended up getting his first career varsity bucket.
0: Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You always, you know when when guys do that, you you did you did you applaud him? I mean, you got to give him the.
1: <laughs> no, I let the crowd do that. Well, in
0: the locker room, you know, you let them know at the end of the man. game, like you know, hey. I didn't, so- you, I didn't
1: get a chance to talk to him because I him afterwards because uh, a lot of the people from Blissfield wanted to say hi. Oh,
0: screw you, man, dude. <laughs> okay, I feel you. Yeah, keep going.
1: And then also, Simon, Amy, who I thought is real. He's really taking his game to another level.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, he ended up with nine points, 11 boards, two assists, and had two blocks. Mm-hmm. So I think he's kind of, he's really become... If we have him in, he basically ends up playing the five and Andrew plays the four.
0: Well, next time, at least congratulate the kid because when you get your first varsity points, you're officially yeah. in the Bedford scoring record book.
1: Yeah, so there you go, Carter. I hope you're watching this. Uh, you're getting your recognition from Derek and I.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep going.
1: Alright, then and uh, then uh Carson Bank here, a freshman point guard. I've I've talked about him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It, uh actually ended up having a, a career high five steals. Mm-hmm. So I mean he's kinda he's really become good he's become better as a two way player. Player with his defense. I mean he only only had three points last night, but he's also he's been averaging four and a half assists per game, so he gets other guys involved. Oh, and he's going to continue to get better mm-hmm. Here so But I mean uh, And plus we get, And like I said We got a lot of our bench guys in uh, It was some minutes Leo Wagenhauser Here's one of our One of our first guys off the bench He's kind of He's kind of like the Vinny Johnson of our team He's in the microwave He'll give you a spark mm-hmm. Eric he plays defense He hustles Holds and all that and then the other guys too, uh, Jesse Damon, uh, Eli Elder, the only two juniors we have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They haven't gotten they haven't gotten to play too much, so they got they got some minute, they actually got some minutes in the first half. Mm-hmm. So it was a good good time to get them in into the game. That's good. And so, oh yeah, so for us next we've got Ann Arbor Skyline. We're going back into SEC red
0: play. Right, and, and by the way. We were talking about it. You got six wins in the in the past two years. You've had ten wins combined, and you got fifteen more games left. So,
1: oh uh, well, sixty if you count the first round districts. I'm talking like regular seasons, so.
0: right? Regular season, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, Skyline. I mean, I've I've seen them in person. I actually scouted them when they played North Farmington in the uh, Motor City Roundball Classic. Think they've got they've got some big guys. Uh, Sam Keeling. Uh, Jaden Potts on the wing, uh, Ben Steele is a kind of is a is a bigger guy who's a pretty good shooter, mm-hmm. and then um, Ish Abdul Aziz, their point guard. He's the one who he had a buzzer beater against us uh, last mm-hmm. year at the corral when we lost them by one point, uh, and he. All right, so we got to be ready for them, mm-hmm. uh, but you know what? I, I honestly thought that they the way they played against northern i thought it was like oh well maybe they they're pretty good but then when well, i thinking about it mm-hmm. port here on northern did not do a good job of checking out on defense in the first half i was actually talking to austin shell a good friend of mine who used to coach there mm-hmm. he says yeah that's been that's been our kryptonite it's just we can't re it's defensive rebounding mm-hmm. and then the second half of that game they decided to let tyler jameson who was their best player. He signed with Fairleigh Dickinson and was uh, in the top five for Mr. Basketball in the state of Michigan last year. They said, you know, we're just going to let him cook, and he He was cooking. Wow.
0: Okay. Keep going. We got about three minutes.
1: And so it's back into SEC Red Play next week, Tuesday, and then we got a couple more out of conference games. We got Letaway Christian at their place. Okay, so this this is the Letaway Christian of... uh, of, yeah, of days of old that had really that was pretty talented and they they're kind of down they have a really good kid Jackson Sound being his uh, mm-hmm. you may have heard of his, his sisters. Sister. Yeah, or yeah Danny and Bree one one of the two is at Gonzaga right now I don't mm-hmm. remember which one so I mean he's got I've been reading he gets buckets but the thing is he doesn't he doesn't really have much of a supporting cast around him aside from maybe Brandon Sumner mm-hmm. so well It'll be... A, we'll see what happens there. Plus, it's, it's a small gym, so... And we got to play... Then an interesting road trip we'll have on the 17th is Stockbridge, up in the southeastern part of Ingham County, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I I really don't know what to expect from that one. Right. And then I know that they... Last, last year, they were only about a five... They were kind of about middle of the road in the Greater Lansing Conference. And a, actually, you know what, I'll see if they're... Uh, what they're doing so far this year? Mm-hmm. Here, as I pull them up on the uh, MHSA website, they are. It looks like they are four. They're four and one, according to website. Mm-hmm. Right, but I don't think they've really beaten. They haven't really beaten anybody that jumps out at me. They've got wins over Dansville. Oh, Lansing Christian, Weberville. They were supposed to play Hanover Horton, but mm-hmm. that didn't—that got canceled. Wow, of a shame. They—they're going to be playing uh, Olivet on uh, mm-hmm. Monday night. That's going—that's going to be a tough one for them. Olivet is pretty damn good. In fact, Olivet beat Onstead in the uh, the uh, Spring Arbor shot clock showcase. And shot Onst-
0: clock showcase.
1: Yes, they actually. Yeah, it's a showcase at Spring Arbor. Where they do high school games, they give them like a 45 second shot clock.
0: Why 45 seconds? Well,
1: or I 40. I, it's like mm-hmm. something like They're allowed that.
0: to do that though? Because I know Michigan doesn't have a shot clock rule.
1: Yeah, I think it's just basically, mm. and I, it's basically just doing it, just to try it and maybe experiment. Mm-hmm. And because I know there's been some coaches say, we need a shot clock because we're tired of teams that play stall ball because it's crappy basketball.
0: We'll play defense then. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's a strategy, but not to go on a rant. We've had this on the topic on the show. Yeah, You got these teams out here that just want to play zone, pack it in. Because let's face it, in high school, you don't have the sharpshooters like you do in the college and NBA rings. Some of these teams want to be athletic. Let's be honest. Some teams have guys that aren't the greatest IQ, especially when it comes to playing defense and help side defense and guys get burnt and stuff like that. So they play the zone so you lessen the chances well teams say i a counter strategy if you're not going to guard us we'll bring it out you got to guard them and try to get the five seconds but people want this shot clock i think shot clock is yeah you got to remember shot clock was in place because it's for entertainment purposes nobody want to watch a boring basketball game i totally get that but in high school to me it's great to see different strategies now i'm not opposed to a shot clock if you want to put a shot clock in whatever it changes the strategy of the game but it is pretty cool to have not have a shot clock in high school basketball. And I don't think it'll favor one team or the other. Because they on average, if you really did, how long a team has to posi- hold the ball in possession. That's even the people that do, quote unquote stall ball. On average, they're holding the ball at least between 28 to 34, 35 seconds. So you can do a 35 second shot clock if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, but I think to play effective stallball, you have to have the guards to do so.
0: Right, you do. You do. You have to have it. And, and Really, you got to have smart basketball players because there's some kids that I've seen people really mess up stallball. Yeah. You think you think you like? Oh, that's that. That's how's how hard is it to mess that up? It's very easy to mess that up. Yeah, very.
1: But yeah, because that. I mean, I remember a couple of games where where teams tried to stall. I think it was. Uh, uh, two of them involved my alma mater. It was a 2003 was play against Monroe St. Mary's. And, of course, Idle was not good that year. Your SMCC was really good. Mm, got a minute. And then they they said, you know, we're going to stall. The, the score at halftime was 6-6.
0: 10-10 at the end mm. of regulation
1: and 24-22 in double OT.
0: Mm, I just put the dogs on it. Try to try to trap. I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? You can get out there and trap the sidelines. Different strategies change up different defenses. You know, you can make it into basically a strategy fest if you want to and still get points. But I've learned, I've started to learn over the years that there's some coaches that are just lazy.
1: Oh, even when we were preparing for E. Mason, we were kind of doing a little bit of preparing for them to stall too because – Kevin Skaggs has been known to, like, once in a while, pull that out of his pocket.
0: But you got to practice it, though. You yeah. got to be proficient at it. It's not the teams don't just go let's play stall ball. I mean, you literally have to practice it if you want to do the four corners. And like you said, you got to have smart guards because you you screw up a pass, it's almost like yeah. throwing an out route. If you throw it and the DB's there, it's going to go to the house for a pick six. You can get, start getting layups. So
1: yeah, because we well we basically just. Uh, we put a, we've got a couple of defenses to counterattack it. So, in mm. the event where it happens, but I mean we don't think we don't think it's gonna. We it likely won't happen at least in SEC play. Hey, okay? but who knows? It's always good just to know to know what to do in case uh, somebody does. It's just kind of a, in case of
0: fire, break glass. Right. Well, I'll do this with ending this segment. Congratulations to Talir Sanders, Tay Sanders. He played for me at Athlete HQ this past summer. Hit a game winner. Bucket, he had a tip in to beat Clay in overtime, so and he had about 15 points. So, you know, a little high school recap. Anything else? Frank, we're gonna get on out of here. Yeah,
1: we'll uh keep moving on.
0: College football Uh, playoff,
1: yeah, we'll Mm -hmm. get we'll kind of get back more into that, and then of Mm -hmm. course, we also have the NFL NFL pick pick, um,
0: That's right, listen, an 88 point three WGTs after further review. That's a good. 17 minutes of recap there. We'll take a quick commercial break. Make sure you always listen to us on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Is that right? Yep, that is right. Um, Whereas you get to hear myself and Frank in our segments. Also, we're on After Further Review Facebook page with the live feed on 88.3 as well. And also on AFR Sports Show on Twitter. When we return, we talk about the college football playoff.